This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Homesdale Radio is proudly sponsored by CompleteSigns.co.uk. Complete Signs are a producer of top quality internal and external signs for an ever-expanding portfolio of clients, including hotels, schools, local authorities and small businesses across the nation. Offering a wide range of creative solutions from flat metal nameplates to neon fascia signs and everything in between. Clients are offered the highest standards in consultation and sales support to ensure complete customer satisfaction. With clients free to choose solutions from a wide variety of materials including brass aluminium stainless steel wood and a number of plastics covering most of south england with virtual offices in croydon epsom hawley worcester park in surrey crowthorne in berkshire regent street west london docklands east london and crawley in brighton in sussex so if you're looking for the complete professional service for your sign needs then look no further than Complete Signs. Head to their website, completesigns.co.uk, for further information, including contact details and full office addresses. Live commentary. An easy finish, really, for Sergio Torres, heading past him into an empty net. It's very disappointing for Crystal Palace, and it's 2-0 Crawley. It's horrific, but it's much, much worse as being in the press area in the Crawley main stand. Happy to hear them, Sean. Who are you at the Palace Benz? Live interviews. The deal that's done, are you, uh, do you got a message about? Is it, is it definitely done? Or? Hopefully, yeah, I need to get off the phone really and, and find out. But, uh, <laughs> All right, no, we'll let you I go think, then. I think, it, I think it was the midfielder or the striker, I'm not sure, one of the two. Expert analysis. Peter Ramage has gone on a season-long loan to Barnsley. Uh, Dog <laughs> phone. <laughs> 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 Cowbells! <laughs> it was utterly ridiculous. Way! Oh dear. Oh dear. Right, don't milk it. You get rot on my teats. Move along. <laughs> yeah, keep churning them out. Well, most of the time anyway. Homesdale Radio. Good evening, everyone. Uh, welcome to Homesdale Radio. As you can tell now, I am not... Chris Hamblin, but Joel Holyoke, and uh, I'm ably assisted tonight uh, by uh, middle-class Matthew Albert Curley, who will 
obviously his voice is going to take the place of uh, of uh, Chris Hamblin. Uh, Nick Gillard. Good evening. Uh, hello, how are you doing? I'm very well, you? Good, yeah. And uh, and the show fluffer, Alex White. Fluffer. Harsh, mate. Very harsh. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't give Albert a chance to, uh, to say hello. I just didn't know I was meant to be Chris Hamblin now. That's a, that's a shocker. Well, we need someone to, to put a posh voice in. That's all. Can you step up to the challenge? Yeah. Oh, uh, all right. <laughs> uh, so, yesterday, Everton. Um, what a game. What a game. What a nil-nil. Um, for the pressure that, that, that everyone was under and uh, literally from the team, from the fans, from the board. Um, that's one of the most exciting 90-odd minutes that I've seen for for many years. Um, for a lot of reasons, really. Some of the wrong reasons, you know. I say the pressure everyone's under. Um, but there were some performances out there from, from virtually everyone. Um, I mean... It, it was, it was a not. It was a game that we had to take a minimum of a point from, and possibly could have took, could have took all three. Um, I'm not having this thing that Everton were really bad. I'm fed up with with those excuses. I think that we basically stepped up to the plate. Um, we started with uh, with eight players. Um, and, and just three new ones, I think that definitely, definitely made a huge difference to the to the uh, the spirit of the team. Um, people knew where to where to pass to. Um, there was no no hoofball. Uh, there was at the end, but oh, gel. Um, yeah, it, it's customary at the start of the show to say you can ring us on that oh two oh eight one two three four zero nine eight. You can contact us on Twitter, that's at Hull Radio, H-O-L Radio, in case you want to contact Holes, which you don't really want to contact Hull. And uh, Facebook is uh, facebook.com slash Hull Radio. And we're in the chat room, uh, holeradio.net slash chat. Well, I don't have to do that if you're going to do it for me. <laughs> He's got you there, isn't he? <laughs> yes. Do you know what I mean? I, I just... Anyway, thanks for that. Um, thanks for that, Nick. So... Pounds. So, t- <laughs> so talk to me, Albert, about yesterday. I know you were there. Um, we bumped into each other outside the Holmesdale. Um, tell me what you thought, mate. Yeah, I was very impressed, I've got to say. Um, enjoyed it thoroughly. Uh, I would have enjoyed it even more as a neutral. I thought it was a great game. Um, you know, two teams who were definitely you know, trying to win whilst almost trying to stop the other team winning it. I thought both defences were pretty good. Uh, especially ours, I think um, Delaney did a great job on Lukaku. I think that was something that um, yeah, really stood out. Um, yeah, just all across the pitch, great performances. I, I, I couldn't single anybody out. Um, and you know, on another day with a bit more confidence, the you know the two headers and the uh, Jerome Thomas, you know, quite bizarre attempt at chipping the goalie. You know, they, they were the three best chances of the game. I think Sproni only had one real save to make, which was a fantastic save, by the way. Um, yeah, very, very positive performance against a team that could have gone second. Yeah, yeah, no, very good point. I'll tell you what, only because it'll end up being car crash radio otherwise. Um, I mean, it'll end up being. <laughs> we need to go to uh, news in brief. Um, 
we should have just got all this out of the way at the start. But uh, yeah, if we have some news in brief, and that's, we'll speak again in a minute. Get involved with the show. Email radio at homestale.net or call us on 0208 1234 Homestale Radio. Voices for Palace Watch. Faces for Crime Watch. All the latest news from around Selhurst Park. This is News in Brief. Crystal Palace have appointed Ian Moody as their sporting director as part of plans to improve the club's infrastructure and address the weakness in player recruitment. Moody, who was controversially sacked by Cardiff City's head of recruitment at the start of last month, will take up his role at Media Effect. And one of the first tasks will be to assist with bringing in a new manager for the team that sits bottom of the Premier League. Head honcho Steve Parrish has confirmed that the manager's search may soon come to an end. We're down to three, he said, or even four possibilities, and we hope to get something in place for Tuesday or Wednesday next week, although it might go on a little longer. We'll have to wait and see. Midfielder Adelaine Guardiola could be out of action for six to eight weeks after being stretched off injured against West Brom last weekend. The Algerian collided with Baggy's goalkeeper Boas Myhill during the first half of the 2-0 defeat at the Hawthorns and was replaced by Jason Punchin after 22 minutes. The Sunday Centre of CPFC will be hosting a special ladies' evening in association with Jury's Inn, Croydon, on the 26th of November from 7pm onwards. Tickets can be purchased from the Study Centre website and are just £10. All proceeds go to charity. Come and join us for an evening of, not us, but them, of chocolate, <laughs> champagne, relaxation and fun. Uh, there will include, <laughs> include pampering sessions, luxurious products, a chocolate tasting experience and handmade jewellery, to name just a few of the things on offer. Are you See going you in there? drag? Oh, are you going in drag? News in Brave. 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 Homestale Radio is proudly sponsored. Ah, I thought we was going to hear the advert again. Um, right, okay. Can I, can uh, I just say something about that advert? I noticed that um, we've, we've got that advert. They're talking about that they deal with plastics as well. Is that because we're in the Premiership now? Because it was only wooden windows before. It's tenuous, Nick. Um, Satire. <laughs> yes. Right. What we've done basically is uh, I've, I've stolen an idea off the BBC. I mean, they steal enough fucking money off me every month for a through uh, my TV license that I thought we'd um, we'd steal an idea off of them. Um, what we've done, we've pre-recorded just a few people. Give them a chance, 10 seconds, um, just to say basically anything they wanted to. Um, so, Mikey, when you're ready. It's Dave in uh, Selsden. I think yesterday really was the best possible performance we could have had from a managerless team. Henry, West Wickham, thought we were quality yesterday. Dean Moxie especially. Had a blinding game. Both Joel Ward as well and Jed Nat were absolutely quality. Louis from Beckenham, uh, solid performance. Uh, take the nil-nil, although we could have got three points on another day. But uh, build on from here. New manager in soon, hopefully. Louis from Beckenham, uh, solid performance. Uh, take the nil-nil, although we could have got three points on another day, but uh, build on from here. New manager in soon, hopefully. Matt from West Wickham, 
we had a successful season last season and uh, not so well this year, but hope for the best. I'm Robert from Bromley. I thought we played very well yesterday. We're unlucky not to win with some of the players having improved performances compared to previous matches. Hi, uh, it's Mark Ross from Bromley. Um... That was cruel. <laughs> that was cruel. No, that was Mark. Mark. No, it was Mark. Mark, I didn't want to do that. <laughs> all right? They forced me. They were awful. I've, um, I've got six letters, Joe. Chris, just, I need to... Uh, we, we did have um, some, some others on um, Chris from Cornwall, Chris Allen. Um, and It came out really bad, Chris, and we tried to ring you back, mate, but, uh, but nothing came out. Uh, you didn't answer your phone, which is a shame. So maybe we can... Uh, we'll do it again. I mean, uh, any time that I'm ever on, again, we'll, we'll do this feature for definite, and, uh, and we'll definitely get you back on. So Chris from Crawley was a bit rubbish as well, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah, let's, let's get rid of him. Middle, middle class Crawley. That's the one. He's never getting back in. <laughs> I'll be honest, I've never liked him. Yeah. <laughs> so, Nick, um, watching from yes. Block B yesterday, mate. Yeah, yeah. I, I uh, my, my brother couldn't make it because he, uh, he had his girls. And uh, I, I stood with my mate Stan in Block B. And uh, I've never heard the uh, C word um, more, more times uh, yesterday than, oh, you know, I heard it more times yesterday than I did in the last five years put together. But I must Shemak. say, <laughs> no, cunt. Um, oh, no. And, um, I'm allowed one. I'm allowed one a year. Come on, now, do it while Chris ain't here. Um, it, the atmosphere was bloody tremendous. Absolutely tremendous. Um, now, the thing was, I couldn't hear the Everton fans at all. Now, is it the same for all the away fans that you can't hear them because of where you are in the ground? Or is it just that Everton fans no, no, don't sing? Sporadic. Just very, very sporadic as their support. Um, yeah. But, but yeah, no, they they weren't they weren't as loud or as, as vociferous as what I thought they were. You know, usually when you go away from home, you 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 sing a bit more. You know, in fact, most most away support was don't stop. But yeah. uh, I mean, they you know they were very very quiet. Um, but, but what I liked about it though was that they, they brought out a few of the greatest hits. I mean, when was the last time we sang "You Are My Palace"? I haven't heard that for ages and ages and ages. No. The only one I missed out on that we missed out and we could have sung was my old man, to be a Brighton fan. And uh, that ain't been sung for a few years. It, it reminded me of being un, under the old gantry in the Arthur Waite back in the day when you could stand under there and that's where all the singers were before. But yeah, it was, it was excellent atmosphere. Excellent. Oh, we got brilliant. a caller. Jack? Shit. Jack, you there? <laughs> Not yet. No. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's ringing. Someone <laughs> tell me when he's actually there. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I was. Hello. Uh, hello. Hello, Jay. Doing a scouse accent. Oh, <laughs> such a knob. Him, you like lads? He's Jack. They don't do that. They do. They don't. <laughs> do you know what? He's gone away, and you lot are fucking terrorising me. And I thought it was going to be the other way round. But yeah, you terrorise us. Yeah, you know, I, like... actually, I actually did. Um, all right. Well, listen. Um, like, just 
just until we get through to Jack, um, I mean, it, the, the the singing was just incessant all the time. Uh, someone put a thing on not on uh, an Everton fan put a thing on Twitter this morning, and basically he said he's never heard anything like it. The whole ninety minutes, he said that it was it was just the the best atmosphere that he'd ever been involved in from an from an opposition point of view. Um, I mean, that's that's quite a, you know that's quite an accolade. But in saying that, from from other stuff that I've seen, you know, there's a few people taking the piss, which I didn't really like because I actually don't think they get us. The Premier League don't get us as a club. Yeah. I think we're a little tin pot and we're getting excited. And the commentators have not done us any favours either, you know, about um, making silly remarks. Oh, they're getting all excited because they've got a throw on or a corner or whatever. You Match know. of the day were quite complimentary. Yeah, yeah John well, Watson was very yeah, good. Yeah, but, they, yeah, but they've, they've started to get it now. What I'm saying is it's taken a couple of months for them to get it. But some of the other fans, because they live in this in this Premier League bubble, until we until we've come in and, and tried to burst it as such, um, you know, we, we we've been a non-entity. No one really gives a shit. But now, what what they're trying to do? I mean, look at the effect that we that that, that our little club has had on a team like Man United went up there outsung 73,000 of their fans and then they get a European game and all of a sudden they've got a singing section. What the fuck is all that about? A singing yeah. section. And you don't have to have a section to sing. If you want to sing, you stand out and sing. If your mate don't want to sing next year, you stand out, you ignore him. But if you all keep doing what... Listen, when the, when the, when the HF started singing, everyone was not horrified, but, you know, they... They wear their black and they've got their scarves and people are trying to distance themselves. But when they actually saw the point of them, take their fireworks and their flares away, all right, and, and a little bit of rowdiness that comes with them, it's what they're aspiring fans all around the country now. And, they, and, and, and if you can inspire them, we, we, we've heard it when we had the, the Spurs fellas on here. You know, they said they've got, they've got a little section that are, that are inspired by the HF, the Man United. Have got a singing section. None of these teams had anything like that. No, none of these teams were singing songs like, 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 like not saying not the fanatics, but none of these teams were singing songs. Our club has touched, or our fans have touched fans all around the country from from the championship last year when and it that's really why took Chris off. Is off the show now because touching <laughs> fans from all over the country. <laughs> yeah, is that why he has to sign some sort of register at quarter to nine at night now? Yeah, <laughs> but no, I mean, you know, we we need to we need to well, it's, you know, our fans are, are are being appreciated now. You know, it's uh, and it, and it is really good for for the BBC to start acknowledging it. You know, it just means that everyone else will. Um, but yeah, we can take away that when we get mugged off by people and 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 people try and take the piss. But uh, I, I think they're soon they're getting the point. You know. Um, but, in the uh, uh, chat room, uh, Robert CPFC has asked, uh, didn't Man United get in a sound engineer to see where the best singing area could be? Yeah, but that's so Premier League. They, isn't it, really? I, I, when I went out to Old Trafford, they had that little corner, probably hold your left hand out at 45 degrees. Down there, a little mob there of about five or 600 that you used to sing up. Um, the acoustics were pretty good there. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just, I just don't get it. If they all just the Stratford used to be a massive, massive terrace where they used to surge and sing and and just just be fans and enjoy themselves. A bit like the uh, shed at Chelsea. Yeah, but but, but what I'm saying, but, but same this, sort of thing. But this Premier League, this Premier With League, less racist. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, but you, but the, the Premier League thing seems to be, you know, the stewards sit down sharp. You know, you've had your chance. You didn't score. Sit down. Be quiet. And and, and we sure we turn that around now. I'm sure we've turned that around. Um, but yeah, I, it, it, it disturbs me when I when I you know that, that people don't get it. But give it another few months, and they will do. And then maybe other clubs will have singing sections, and you know. Yeah, there's a, there's a reason they don't get us though. <coughs> they have, they haven't been what we've been through in the last three or four years, where you actually really galvanise as a fan group, and and you begin to realise how much a club means to you. Waking up one morning not knowing if your club's going to exist or not is a big thing, and you don't know what you've got until until it's nearly gone. So we've really galvanised as a group, and and I don't think any any of these tin pot clubs in the Premier League, I'm calling them tin pot, actually understand that sort of thing. No, I, I can see where you're coming from, but it's but it's not. Yeah, it's a it's a case of you know, I, I, when you go to a game, you're a supporter. You know, you don't, you're not just going there just to support them with your money. You're supposed to go there and and support them vocally and you know just. just Do you basically. think the presence of Ian Bill had any effect on the atmosphere yesterday? <laughs> <laughs> go on. Get him in Jack. every week, I'd say. Yeah, is Jack with us? How are we, John? Hello, mate. This is uh, Jack Maltz. He's a mate of mine, a fishy mate of mine. Um, All right, Jack. Up in the East Midlands uh, right. a, a couple of months ago. He's a good lad. He's Everton through and through. Um, did you watch the game last night, mate? Um, well, I don't know whether you can call it a game. I um, was a bit disappointed in Everton. No disrespect to the Crystal Palace side. Uh, I th- we wouldn't have scored if we were still playing now. Um, yeah. I thought I thought we were absolutely terrible yesterday, and we went out with an arrogance of we should have won, rather than this was going to be a game. This this is a team that have been battling relegation from day one, being the new team in the Premiership. Everyone thinks it's going to be a walkover, and to tell you what, it wasn't. It was. It, it's not going to be. And no, you... to see that to see the Palace fans celebrating a point, I can remember being there myself. Um, a point is a big, big point when you're down the bottom of the table. See, the thing is, the closest I think that, that, that I can... I mean, as, as far as I know, Everton have never been out of the top flight. That is right, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, we've, yeah. we've never been out for... Well, well, well I've years, been alive anyway. 60-odd yeah. years, yeah. Easy, yeah. yeah. But, but, I mean, the closest you came was that was the infamous Wimbledon game with Ann Seggers in goal. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> going down, but we won't talk about that, otherwise... We'll let's let's not talk about that one. We'll yeah, yeah, end up getting stitched up, mate. <laughs> but 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 I mean you you're saying you're disappointed you know I, I can understand but I mean I, I looked at Lukaku yesterday and Delaney who's probably about the same size one of yeah. our centre backs I mean he just I think he took him out of the game yesterday you know yeah. he really did. yeah he done he done really well yeah because I mean Lukaku's caused a lot of problems and they've obviously done the research that the lad doesn't just move for a goal he moves constantly. And he pulls players out of positions, and he—he's just a nuisance. But I think Palace done their own work, and Delaney was belted on him, and he, he never moved from him. He took him right out the game yesterday. Yeah, I thought I thought he played. I mean, <coughs> it was a it was a lot of players that played really really well yesterday. Mm, um, yeah, you know. Uh, but I mean, I think what we've we've realised, I think the squad have actually realised now that you you don't need to raise your game just just for 15 minutes you've got to raise your game for 90 minutes yeah, yeah. game of the season yeah it's got to be there for the from start to finish you've got to be there and 
put your body on the line and a lot of teams that come into the Premiership don't realise that and they end yeah. up dropping back out. Um, and I was saying to a lad yesterday, I hope this Crystal Palace spell isn't just a flash in the pan because the fans yesterday were outstanding, absolutely fantastic yesterday. But, uh, but that's what they like all the time, mate. You know, that's yeah, it, it, and that's what the Premier League needs, mate. That's what that's what foreign countries watch for. You know, they, they see that and they want that. Well, we were just saying, you know, after we went up to Man United and you know, a couple of thousand fans had sung 73,000 fans that the, the game after yeah. they had a European game and they've got now I've got a singing section now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, it's, uh, I'd say our fans, are, they are inspiring. But, mm. uh, but yeah, no. So, another game for Everton and another another game where they haven't scored. Is that 4 0 yeah. nils? Um, I think it is this season, 4 0 0. Um, but as, as Evertonians, we look on the positive side as for clean sheets. Absolutely. Can I, can I ask but, Jack a question? Yeah, of um, course you can, we, we were just reminiscing about Palace great moments. Um, we, we very rarely, rarely win trophies. And uh, Jell and I were reminiscing the other night about our, um, our one trophy that we won, the Zenith Day Assistance Trophy. Did you go to that game at Wembley? Oh, I think it was a bit before my time, mate. <laughs> you sound older than you are, then, Jack. Oh, I'm, on, I'm only 27, mate. I was still a thought That's in the nice. heart, fellas, I. It's a bit worrying that, uh, that um, Jail's got fishing mates that are half his age. <laughs> <laughs> no, we were just talking about um, uh, Martin Keown and uh, yeah. how he used to be a hard man and how Jeff Thomas battered him. Yeah, and uh, yeah. He, he actually complained after the game and said Jeff Thomas was a bit rough. That's Rich coming from Martin Keown. He's well, yeah, all rough state of him. Yeah, yeah. he took a few people out of the out of the game in the in the well when he was at his best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, how are Everton going to do this year then, Jack? Oh well, I I had a bet with a mate that we wouldn't finish in the top half of the table, and um, but the way things are looking. We could maybe just push into them European spots. Um, top four would be a dream. Um, top seven would be, at looking at us now, not not too far off. Um, but, you know, we'll see what we can get. Um, new manager, new players, new backroom staff. And, you know, you've just got to take what you can get at this point and hopefully let Martinez build on what he's already started to, to build at the moment. Uh, which Were you happy be- with Martinez? When you got him in, no, not one bit. No, it was um, <laughs> it was a case of, you know, what's he what's he done? He, you know, he struggled to get Swansea into the Premier League. He he struggled he struggled to keep Wigan in the Premiership. Um, and then he he finally sent them got them not sent them down, but you know they went down under his under his management. Um, so I said, well, you know, I'll give the lad till Christmas, and then I'll judge him, and. We'll see what happens, and up to now he's proven me wrong, and I'm quite happy to sit here and say he's proven me wrong. And he's, he's, you know, he's keeping the ball. He's got seventy percent of possession. I've seen some good football from Everton, which I don't think I've ever seen. Um, but if we can turn that possession into goals, it'd be a lot nicer. We 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 had that yesterday with the with the misses. Uh, can I ask you what what was the deal with this town yesterday? This in this town and the uh, <clears throat> thought, yeah uh, yeah well. The lad who, who's in the back of the paper today, you might have seen it on one of the papers, he's, a, he's actually a friend of a friend, and he went over to the fans and he said, if if you'd have supported us the way the Palace fans have, maybe we'd have, maybe we'd have done more. You know, maybe if you'd, 
if you'd have got behind us the way you, why aren't something to do with why aren't you singing like the palace fans? Yeah, but they should they, on, shouldn't, they shouldn't need to do that though, Jack. The thing is, no, you know, some no. of them guys are on fifty, sixty, seventy grand a week. I've I've said this, I've said this so many times that you're getting players now that are playing for the money and not for the badge. Yeah. You know, we last year we had a core of players, I would say ninety nine percent of our players played for our badge and and our team spirit and the ethos was so good you could see the, the massive change in, in team spirit because we we literally yeah. bought in 16, 17, 18 players and, yeah. and, and we played with like two or three players from, from last year's team. But for a, yeah. for a player, for a, an established premiership player playing for one of the big six or seven teams in this country to come over and say that to the fans, that's a little bit a touch of your nerves. I mean, did they, did they abuse him, did they? Um, I don't think they went as far as abusing. You know, there was a there was a few words exchanged um, on Twitter last night. I don't know whether you, you might have caught up with it, but he was he was saying, you know, I work hard to play for that team, and people were saying, well, we work hard to pay for our tickets to go to them games, yeah. and it's it's nice to see a player showing a bit of passion. But at the same time, you've got to think, you know, he doesn't need to go up to the fans and say that. Um, it's tricky, isn't it, Jack? Because the it players is, are setting themselves up. Yeah. You, the players want to get involved with the fans via Twitter and that, and, and a few of them have actually kind of <clears throat> made themselves look, look idiots because of it and yeah. actually come out looking wrong. Yeah, um, I mean, I, kind of, I admire his, his passion for Everton Football Club. He, you know, he's, he gives it 110% every week. He's, 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 like a, he's a massive, massive, massive part of that back four. You know, he's fast. He's t- he's, well, I think he's about 35 now. He's fast. He's, he's got so much pace for the 35. I'm 27 and I couldn't run that fast. <laughs> uh, he's just so strong, so solid, and not much gets past him. Um, and I admire him for doing what he did. <clears throat> well, what's, what's going on with Tim Howard? Is he trying to get one of them faces that if you turn it upside down, it looks like yeah, a different person? Yeah, he's got one of them upside down heads on, hasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, as he be, be, before we before we do that, he has, is it is it it's not religious, is it or is it? No, no, no. I don't I don't think he's I don't think he's a religious. I don't think he's of any Muslim faith or anything like that. But he's a uh, he's just. Has he's he got kids? Like, we yeah, think his kids have got Velcro darts that they've got his face <laughs> to stick to him. He's often walking along around at home with these Velcro darts hanging off his chin. Oh god. No, he's uh, he's just he looks like the, he looks like one of the guess who players, doesn't he? Guess who? Exactly, that's exactly what my wife said yesterday. He <laughs> <laughs> said I'll need to I'll need to get on uh, and ask you about uh, from, from a personal point of view, I always look from the from the outside in at Moyes and I couldn't think of anybody else that was going to take over at Man United apart from him. Was that did you ever think of that and did you think it would have happened? No, we like I, we, we we knew it was coming. Uh, you know, we, a lot of Everton fans seen it coming a long time ago and a lot of Everton fans welcomed it because he was a very negative manager in his, his substitutions and his, his tactics and we we'd have got we if we'd have gone one nil down yesterday against yourselves, we'd have got beat one nil. But I think if we'd have gone one nil down yesterday, we might have even pulled it back to two one because Martinez seems to breathe. He's putting the fire in the bellies for the change. Whereas Moyes used to just stand there looking dumbfounded, and he had nothing. He had nothing left in his think tank. Um, he's gone to United now, and 
it seems to be the same way. You know, they, they go down 1-0 and they've, they've got nothing to pull back in. He, he doesn't know what to do. I think he, he's like a lost little boy in a man's game. He, he doesn't know what he's doing more. It's because he's not playing Zaha. <laughs> And I, yeah. I, I know we bang on about Zaha because, <laughs> yeah. you know, he's, he's one of yeah. ours. But how can he not play Zaha? Uh, you know, and you might be doing well out of it. What's this Zaha and seven million for Leighton Baines? Well, he can, he can have Leighton Baines, but it's got to be 20 million and at least another player. Whether he it's wasn't Zaha. that impressive yesterday, though. Baines. No, he wasn't. No, he, and he hasn't, I'll be honest, he hasn't been that impressive all season. You know why? Because I'm sure we were under orders. Don't kick anybody within 30 <laughs> yards of the goal. <laughs> we did well, at the end, end didn't we? Well, yeah, yeah. yeah it was a only, nervy yeah. moment at the end, wasn't it? Well, yeah, Jedi yeah. dived in and tried to cut Lukaku in half. I think it was, but you yeah. can't. But I mean, you can't. You, no one can deny that he probably is in a top couple of of, of dead ball specialists in the Premier League. Oh yeah, he, you know he, he gets he he puts the ball on the floor, and you, you're thinking he could be one 0 up here. Or, you know, this could be the goal that gets us back in the game. Yeah. Um, maybe the pressure might maybe go on. With those sideburns of his, if, if him and Howard go up for a header, we can make them become intertwined. <laughs> They're going to straight each other. <laughs> yeah. So he stays well away. Yeah, I think I think they do. Um, but as I say, you know, Leighton Baines hasn't been that good this season because he's not playing him as as a, as a wing. He's not playing as a, as a fullback. He's sort of trying to push him up the field a bit more. So you're not seeing a defensive point of view from Baines recently. Um, you know, he was a lot, a lot stronger last season uh, playing that four-four-one-one system. You know, he's brought Barry and McCarthy in to sit in front of the two, in, in front of the back four, and they're sort of dealing with it defensively. Whereas I'm, I'm, I'm not that impressed with Baines this season as, as well as Jagielka. I haven't been that, that impressed with him either. Is it a you know, classic? Is it a classic case of their suddenly their profiles raised and their and their form dips again like Zaha last year when he, when he got yeah. picked for England suddenly yeah. he he was half the player that he, that he was when we started bigging up Yannick Bellassi suddenly his performances have dipped you know maybe we should keep quiet about these players and yeah. they'll actually yeah. carry on playing well yeah I mean I can agree with you there um, you know players profiles seem to go up and all of a sudden they're getting linked with Champions League football at Man United and. Um, I don't say I don't think I, I mean I think Baines is a very level-headed player. Um, I've met him a couple of times. I was in Liverpool City Centre, and you know you sign. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Buying a drink and he always ends up buying you one instead. Yeah. Um, I can remember a time a while back, I had him in a headlock in town saying, I love you, Leighton, I think you're the best player in the world. <laughs> <laughs> I think he was just thinking, who's this big fucking easy guess here? <laughs> <laughs> so you think you're going to, you, you got a chance of European football this year, do you think? 
if we're lucky, if we're, if I know if the results go our way and if we, but you know I think it will depend depend on other results. I mean, obviously we see in Tottenham get beat today and Chelsea drop points yesterday and yeah, City as well getting beat City, City in a game they should have won. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. Um, you know, and they're the games that we're looking at. We we should have capital if we could have capitalised on beating yourselves yesterday. We could have actually gone forward, and been, we could have been like second. They were third today on on goal difference. Uh, you know, and, and it's it's results like that that we need to look at and think. You know, all right, they're out of our hands. But if we can capitalise on other teams getting beat, then you know we could be up there and we could be pushing for you know maybe even a, a fourth spot if you know if, if results go our way. But I mean, once once City click and once United click and. Um, you know, Chelsea are always going to come good. Um, you know, the rest of us won't get a look in really. It's just, it's just the best of the rest really, and that's that's how it's going to be for a long time unless money gets pumped into other clubs. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, listen, Jack. Thanks, mate, for for joining us on our show. Yeah, uh, no worries, John. Everton and Palace, and uh, yeah. listen, we'll catch up on the on a fishing bank sooner, yeah. sooner rather than later. Yeah, take it easy, Jill, and all the and best for the rest of the season, mate. Take care. Same to you. Ta-ra. Thanks, Jack. Ta-ra. Take care. Bye. Bye-bye. Tight lines, tight lines. Tight lines, indeed. <laughs> He's a good lad. I said he was a good lad. He was uh, a very good value, um, very sensible head as well. And it was nice to know. I didn't I didn't see the uh, the Everton player go over to their fans yesterday. I mean, obviously, when they go over, they generally clap. But to actually have a conversation with the fans and, you know, to say that is, um, I don't know. Yeah, well, but the fact he's doing it shows he cares, doesn't it? No, no, no. I, I understand that. But in saying that, you know, you could look here. Who was the um, who was Canio, the madman? Yeah, Di Canio. So I was just trying to get to Di Canio. Did it to Sunderland, and they just fucked his straight now? off. You know, well, there you go. Exactly. Where is he? Probably down in. Lake he also Como. gives Nazi salutes hey? to crowds as well. So he also yeah, gives yeah. fascist <laughs> salutes to crowds. You can't really read too much into that. <laughs> he was just pointing at that bird in the sky. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, no, I'm I'm pleased. I'm pleased that the, that the rest of the Premier League are, are uh, you know are coming round to our way of of basically supporting your team. It's very good, um, and I thought we worked really bloody hard yesterday. Um, I, I don't want to single anyone out. Let me single one person out, and I, I said it. I was with Alan Eagle and, and the quick game two and that yesterday, and I said to him, "Look, KG, don't it, the game's bypassed him." The game has bypassed him. I don't know whether he was, I don't know, something, whether he was injured or whatever. Anyway, to prove my point, uh, my man O'Keefe come on, um, played, you know, very well. Took him a few minutes to get into, you know, into the swing of things. Um, but against the team that, that that passes the ball, I mean, I, I don't know what the stats were. What were the possession stats? Seventy-eight percent. 22. Yeah, don't, possession. you know, it doesn't... It, it, but that it doesn't, might have just been on the match of the day highlights, the, the possession and what they showed. Yeah, probably. But in saying that, you know, they do, they do run it around their back four um, a lot. But, uh, yeah, I, I thought we were absolutely fantastic. Um, and I really, really thought Moxie was as good as I've seen a left-back at Palace and I'm not interested in what anyone else is at all. When it came, he was fantastic. We should all go home then. Well, no, no, no. <laughs> no Could you what, imagine Joe doing I mean? a show on his own? <laughs> yes, I, I can. Yes, He's I can actually. <laughs> <laughs> what, what I mean was. He's as good as I've seen a performance in a, a, a under pressure from from very good players in a very very long time. 
Um, there's a, sorry, Joe. There's a few people in the uh, chat room, wholeradio.net slash chat, uh, asking about Chris, uh, where he is. Can I just say Frank Boff? That's all I'm going to mention. <laughs> Al, have we got anything going on on Twitter? No, uh, pretty quiet. Just abuse towards you, really, Joe. Oh, really? It's very nice. Yeah. The show's yeah. not long enough to read all that out, is it? <laughs> no, no, that's true. Moxie, though. Moxie had Morales shaking in his boots. You've got someone that plays so high. Moxie, three or four times, literally just dropped his shoulder and went past Morales. I literally... Yeah, and then gave the ball away. But still, Dean Moxie has been our best player, for me, 90% of our games this season. And that's and, and as simple as that. He might have he, he's put the tackle in and he's got rid of the ball. I, uh, I think... Sorry, KG, I thought he was doing all right in the first half yesterday, and I, I was surprised when he, when he came off. I think he's got quite a cool head, apart from when he's trying to header it towards the goal. I mean, you, the, the thing about being in block B is sometimes you lose the 3D-ness of what you're looking at. And when you're on the side, um, you, can, you can see where the ball's going. And it just looked like an optical illusion when he rose like a salmon for that header, and well, the I, ball I, went in the opposite direction to the goal. I've it said was... it before, Nick. I, I people watch, and I looked at KG for the for the last fifteen minutes of that game. Believe me, he did he did nothing. He looked like he was chasing shadows. He, he looked like no, he was, Joe, uh, no. uh, I'm telling you now, he, no. he looked like he, he didn't look like. Well, well, he was doing something wrong. He came off at fucking half time. Yeah, so but you what, don't know why he came off. Well, that's what I'm saying. He'd, either if he wasn't injured, he, he must have been injured. It's the only way that we would bring a whole no. midfielder off against the top team. It's the only reason we would do that, wouldn't or it? Or John Motson wanted him off because he couldn't pronounce his name properly and put in a request the, to get the, somebody the, his the name. Catch a wee-wee or something, isn't it? Is that what catch a wee-wee. Did you catch a wee-wee? <laughs> 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 Mo, uh, talking, yeah. of, talking of bad headers, what about Shamak's header? Should that have gone in? Yes. Yeah, but confidence. And he was getting... I was getting annoyed with the people around me. I... I thought it was Shamak's best game for a long, long time. I thought he had a good game. Yeah, yeah, I agree, but actually. Everybody around me in Block B was slating him. You're right, he won a lot yeah, of headers, but we've got, no, we've got no one who, who's willing to run onto his flicks. And that was Guardiola for the last few weeks, and now he's out for, for eight weeks. If you actually looked at the last two games that Guardiola started that high, he literally ran onto every single header. and It was quite effective, but, yeah, there was, there was absolutely nothing. I, think, I guess when you've got someone like Bannon, you want him on, the, on that shoulder. He's quick. Well let's, well, let's talk about let's talk about a few of the players in Bannon. I thought he ran his socks off. He was very good. He hassled. Uh, he, he he really did. I thought he had his best game for for a long time. Um, yeah, I agree. You know, I, I, I'm 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 sure he was. I'm, I know he comes in as sort of almost Williams esque, um, but I I think he's uh, he think goes he's forward rather than sideways. Williams does tend to to kind of patrol the halfway line and run along the line with the ball rather than going forward, I find. Yeah. Not to say I that mean, he's not good, Williams, but he's, you know, he's a terrier. And uh, it was good when Bannon gets the ball, you think something might happen in the same way that you do with Williams. I was, I was telling Stan yesterday, we, we haven't got anybody in the team at the moment that when, you get, when they get the ball, you think something's going to happen. And Bannon's beginning to look like something might happen when he gets the ball. Well, I'll tell you the other thing as well. You always say when, when you don't hear about the referee, it means he had a good game. You didn't hear anything about Joel Wall yesterday. I thought he had a cracking game. I thought his positioning was spot on. He didn't get, he didn't get passed very often. And, it, and if he did, then he put in good tackles and he held people up. I thought, I thought we were tactically spot on yesterday. Absolutely well, spot on. Without, considering he had Bangs and Pinar, who are you know, 
renowned for overlapping and doubling up on. With Balassi in front of you as well. With Balassi in front who doesn't do a load of defending as well. That That's even more credit to Joe Ward, isn't it? Well, that's what I'm saying. You, we didn't, you know, no one's really mentioned anything about him, but he was, he was super effective because, like you say, but Everton score a lot of goals from Baines crosses, and I didn't see him getting down that, you know, getting down that right hand side, or Baines's left hand side and slinging in crosses. I really didn't. I thought he was fantastic. Um, I thought Jedi was his usual solid self. Um, he was better know. than that, mate. He was better. It's the be- again Jedi's best performance. He wasn't giving the ball away this time, and it, no, it just makes you wonder. Trying to play, he's not trying to play worldy passes. That's why every t- he's trying to be flash and, and make big passes when we don't need to do that. You know how much you- has um, how much has uh, or had Keith Millen instilled more of a team ethic? Because we seem to be playing more as a team than we did on the Holloway. Well, I'll well, see what he did yesterday. He started with eight. He started with eight of the, t- eight of the team that played last year. And we've a lot of us have been screaming for that, um, and I think that you know they're comfortable around each other. Yeah, yeah. There's there's a there's a few things I was going to get onto to, to Millen in a, in a little while, but but the 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 thing about it is sooner or later some of these players they're not just championship players; they're championship players playing in the Premiership. If they step their game up, they they will look the part. They don't have to be doing overhead kicks and. And, and trying to get themselves on soccer AM and you know doing flash party tricks and stuff. We just all we want is is effective play, and they were effective yesterday. You know they didn't they weren't trying to do anything apart. I mean a, apart from that right outrageous piece of skill on the halfway line from Balassi. I mean that was just that was a, a cracking. You know it gets the crowd fired up, but you know they were just they were just really effective, and I I thought they went back to to the team ethos and. And spirit of what they had. they looked like they had a lot of team spirit there yesterday they really did yeah exactly that exactly that and uh, Everton didn't know what to do in the end did they I mean it was, it was a panicky last few minutes um, and um, Gabidon had a good game as well I thought well to out jump uh, to out jump Lukaku I mean that's ridiculous he shouldn't never lose an header Lukaku he's just a he's a yeah. he's a beast but he did I mean he uh, Gabidon out jumped him so many times. I just it was just loads and loads of it was just good you know good honest graft yesterday and 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 again Alan was standing next to me and he said to me he said I'll tell you one thing he said if we go down this year and they play like that I will not moan and yeah. that's and that's all you can that's all you can you know and then you and then you hear it from Jack saying that the the Everton fans are thinking that some of their players are not putting you know they're not putting a part in it's um, you know, it, it's very it's frustrating um, that that we're not getting the credit as much credit because I thought we played very well yesterday and I thought we caused them loads of problems and by causing them problems, you know, uh, it, it 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 stops them playing their natural game. I mean, when you know when we dropped off them, they come at us. When we run at them, I don't think they they didn't have a plan B. Um, I just, I, I, I was, I'm really, really pleased about how uh, how we played. But um, did you see anything, Albert? At uh, anyway, any standout players? 
Uh, well, like I said at the beginning, I'd, I'd, I'd hate to pick one, but if I if I was forced to, I'd, I'd go for Delaney. I just thought he um, he was winning at things in the air. He put in some great last ditch tackles um, in the first half, and yeah, to, like, to keep a player like Lukaku quiet, you know, he was on form, and um, yeah, I thought he was fantastic. Um, but yeah, like you know, like you're all saying, across the board, there was no one that you could. Well, apart from you, you didn't like KG, which is a bit mad. But um, yeah, there's no one that I could say what they did in the game. Everyone did. Subs, subs came on, did their bit. Albert, he, he sounded like he was playing for an old 78 gramophone player then, didn't he? I yeah. think we got a corner. A caller, not a corner. A caller. Who's a caller? Good Hello. evening, gentlemen. It's, it's Good evening, gentlemen. It's King B here. Hello, mate. Right? How are you doing? Right. Yeah, yeah, good, thanks. Yeah, I thought I'd give him a quick call since the mics haven't done in a while. Um, just uh, a quick opinion is that I really did enjoy the game yesterday. Um, and I thought, you know, there was, it couldn't have got uh, much worse because of the fact that, you know, it was a nil-nil draw against a pretty good top side and there was great effort. And I think that when the new manager comes in, hopefully Tuesday or Wednesday, then we should start looking uh, forward now um, uh, to see if we can uh, make a good effort towards Christmas, etc. Who right, do you want so to see, King B? Sorry, sorry? about managers. Who do you want to see as the new manager? Well, uh, I'd like it if um, this uh, Real Madrid... Uh, guy. Um, oh, well, um, the the guy at Chelsea at the moment. Karanka. Yeah, 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 that's it, Karanka, yeah, because no one else, is, um, because Pulis uh, was rumoured to, to have said that he didn't want to come, um, and of course O'Neill's gone to Republic of Ireland, but we don't exactly know for sure who the remaining contenders are, but I think that although this man has never been in the Premier League, and he's never been technically a manager, he's only been an assistant, you know, look at what Southampton did. They brought someone who, you know, couldn't speak a word of English. He was in the same position, but he's completely turned them round. It's not necessary to say he's going to get us all the way to the top, but I think that, you know, with a foreign manager who's, who's been at one of the top clubs in Europe, you know, maybe he could change things around. You know, it's a risk, but it's one I'd be willing to take. So, so what about Milan? What about? I'd like him. To, I'd like him to. I'd like him to stay. Yeah. Milan. But, but the thing is, if someone comes in, I'm sure Karanka, yeah. if he comes in, he's going to come in with a backroom team. And the other, the other thing as well, this is, the, this is the other thing about when managers come in, our chairman are going to basically say, come in, this is your club, these are your players, you're not having any more. Because, because, yeah. but, and, then, and then we've got to pay. He's not going to be coming over here for peanuts. He's going to be wanting a decent contract. He's going to be wanting assurances about next year, this, that, and the other. If we if we were to to let Millen do what he's doing, he knows the players. He knows the players inside out. He knows the club. He knows the ethos of of, of everything about our club. If we no, were to go down with Karanka, we we but, and we we can't sack him because we because we'll put him on a big deal. But if we go down, we go down. I mean, it, yeah, but well, 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 by all means, I mean, Parish did say in the articles that he was preparing for the championship life if it did come to the worst, but isn't surely that with, when Karanka has his interview or questions or meetings with Parrish, they've got to answer each other questions and come to a deal for, um, for them to come to an agreement. Whether or not Parrish wants Millen to stay, which I'm, if I was to guess, I'm sure he would, but you know Karanka's got to say whether or not he does or not. They've got to come to an agreement for sure, and we don't exactly know for definite until everything is confirmed. Yeah, I know, I know what you're saying. I mean, I just, I just would like to, to basically give the job to to Millen. It's going to save money, and and the other thing is that whatever Karanka's wages are, they're going to be 
they're going to be more or as much as a, a, as a player, um, then I think, we, you know, if we're going to spend that kind of money, bring a player in. You know, I know we're going to have to spend anyway a certain amount, but, you know, if, if you have Karanka's wages and then the wages that we were going to play on a player, we can get ourselves a top-class striker, at, you know, in January. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's, it's for one of the key things is, you know, for any manager is what can you do to, you know, look at, look at the strengths and weaknesses of the squads. You know, can there be, you know, some changes changes around and then hopefully when the January transfer comes back in then you know by all means why not get a striker in you know uh, I definitely I'd, you know definitely give it a shot yeah okay alright well listen thanks for joining in and, thank uh, you Joe. keep in touch take care will do sir goodbye thank you um, uh, in the chat room Joe they're saying Chris who oh, oh don't be horrible don't be horrible listen I'm going to go on about this Millen because I'd, I'd seriously believe that he's not just he's not just been chucked in charge. He's been a manager before. He knows the ropes of, of, of being a manager. Just because it's the Premier League, it is bigger and it is better. But he, it, I, I think if he if we were to bring in a director, an experienced director of football, a, a, you know. Someone is, who, is this um, Cardiff bloke that's come in then? Well, he's not well, this, Cardiff, he's Palace. Well, no, is he a director or is he... No, no, he's different? not. What he is, he, he basically discovers players. He's, he's like, I'm sure he goes out... Uh, like he, He's scouting network. He's, you know, he is his own scouting network. He knows everything about everybody. He is. Well, I, I saw a quote yesterday that Steve Parrish said he called him a football nerd because he knows everything about everyone now listen he's been fantastic for for cardiff because you know just getting through i don't know if he's chinese or korean or japanese i honestly can't remember his name but the first time i saw him on tv i thought christ where did where did he come from he looked he really looked the part you know if we can be nicking players like that he can't be on huge money but yeah i i, I just think you know but i also i also um hope that he that he does you know, not just doing this scouting abroad that he is scouting in this country, but he is also scouting closer to home and scouting Croydon and, and the surrounding areas for these young kids. Because you know, we always we, we all you drive past or you sit and watch a game of football and you see a kid and think, Christ, he's unbelievable. You, you know, it, I think yeah. I think our, our club needs to grow from the inside out. You know, that I'm I'm not having all this blaming parish and uh, uh, and everyone else about you know a panic ball he did this he did that you know he, he he's not going to go out and do what other managers have done uh, other chairmen have done in the past and just gone and bought a player and then stuffed him in front of the manager and gone here you go now you've got to play him play him or, or walk you know he, he i'm not having all that that they didn't talk you know he said he was beat when we spoke to steve parish he, he you know, he was actually doing deals while we were speaking to him on on, on our show yeah. that night, and you know, and 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 also, it, he he wouldn't have he would have talked to Holloway. They had too much respect, and this is all unless it's all bullshit. Then, that the, what we hear, you know, I don't think it is. I'm sure that they would have been talking about players and this that, and the other. You know, we were only a smidgen away from. I mean, I don't know, maybe another zero away from getting AJ back, but everything is relevant. You know, he's not here. We got to get on with it. Um, looking at the um, looking at the interweb this afternoon, it looks like Chris Coleman is now being kind of ruled out, um, and is likely to continue his role as manager of Wales, which, which is ruling him out. What about Malcolm Mackay? We've heard a few rumours that 
with this uh, director of sport coming in from Cardiff, it might be him. Well, taking my, my, my dislike of him, I, uh, you know, uh, he's, done, he's done fantastically well. You know, he's, he's, he's with, with loads of money. Again, that, you know, Tan or whatever his name is down there, you know, he nearly skinned the club. You know, it was do or die, I think, this season or yeah. last season for him. You know, I know they said it was the do or die the season before, and then he managed to change the colour or whatever he did to their shirts and, and, and make a few other changes that everyone was against. And But obviously doing that, you know, he, he, the superstition in the, in the Far East is do this and we'll give you a load of cash. He's obviously, you know, he, he wouldn't have done it for no, for no reason. So, yeah. you know, change, change this, change that, and, and we'll give you a load more cash. Whoever, whoever, whoever we get in is onto a winner, though. Sorry, Alex. Because, you know, if, if they keep us up, great job. You've done really well to keep Palace up. And if they don't keep us up, well, they had no chance anyway. So whoever comes in, whatever they do, well, which is they, why they I can't be... I don't think we can go wrong with him. You yeah. know, he's, 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 he's been a manager. This is just a, a step up. Look at Ferguson. He was, was the cup final away. Free, yeah. free. It was, that, it was a cup final away from losing his job. We'd never would have heard of him again. Would yeah, we? but he'd, yeah. he'd done things in Scotland. You know, he'd won leagues with unfashionable teams in Scotland. No, but what I'm saying, what I'm saying, is, unsuccessful spell at Bristol, and that's what he's got on his record. Yeah. Really, Ferguson had the European Cup. Yeah, but you still got to you, you still got to give someone a chance. You still give someone a chance. We're on a hide into nothing this season. It's not like we've gone out and spent fifty million quid on players and then and, and, and all the way with shit. You know, it's there's there's a huge. I, uh, there's so much gone on that we don't know about, but I, I still think that we we wouldn't go wrong. You can see the the changing attitude with the players. You, 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 it was it was visible yesterday, and I, I honestly think that if if we uh, we wouldn't be we wouldn't be going far wrong if we if we let him in. But bring but he needs to have an experience a, a, a Premiership director of football, a Premiership style director of football. You know, like like, oh, you wow. had, like, like the other thing, Dougie. No one gave Dougie an open L, did they? Right, he kept us up, and then he got us to fourth in the league, and everyone's thinking, "Hang on, he's the bollocks." But he had Lenny Lawrence on his shoulder. Yeah, Lenny Lawrence has been there and seen it and done it when it comes to the the, the lowest. I'm sure he was in the he was in the Premiership with them when he was he in the Premiership with that with that mob down at South East Nine or where, wherever they are. Only but, after Kirbishley went, wasn't it? But then, but was he with was he was he alongside Kirbishley? But anyway, it's, it's irrespective. Lenny Lawrence is hugely respected in football, and and Dougie wouldn't have took him to Bolton if he wasn't if he if he didn't feel comfortable with him. So so I I personally think if we kept Millen, we wouldn't be doing a lot wrong, and 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 uh, and get him an experienced director of football. And just one more thing on this, right? Is if Karanka comes in and he just doesn't fancy it, what what we what's going to happen? He goes, oh, I need loads of players. I'm gonna be, we're going to get rid of Millen and the players really like him and then they decide that... This, can he speak English? Does anyone know? I mean, we, we bought yes. a Spanish player that couldn't speak English anyway. He, he uh, was out in America with Colorado or somebody, wasn't oh, he? Oh, happy days. So, so but, that's you how know, he learned English. They, it, this is just my point of view. I, I, just, think, I just think that we could, we could do, uh, you know, we'd do a lot. We wouldn't be going far wrong if we, if we kept him. That's my personal point of view. But uh, I might get st- I might still getting get Chris back. I say, get Chris back. <laughs> Take it all back, Hambo. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that. Uh, anything happening now? No, nothing. Just the stick, really. Oh, you know, really? that's it. They hate you. They hate you. 
No worries, no worries. Uh, in the chat room, Nick? Uh, who's Joe? Joe hates the clown. Can he speak English? I don't know if they're talking about you or um, the Spanish guy. Uh, and then they're just talking about Chris Coleman being good news, not going there. Um, Kev of CPFC thinks Hambo's eloped with Campana. Quick Game says he likes gel. I think the lid eels has uh, come off the end of that sentence there, a quick game. Um, no, not a lot, but it's uh, wholeradio.net slash chat if you want to join us for the last few minutes of the show. Joe, what's your thoughts on Tony Popovich? Well, hugely untried. Is Keith um, Millen not untried as well, though? Well, no, because... What He's I'm had one is job, it... so is Popovich. It's a good point, Al. No, well, I, 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 I take your point, but the thing is, where, where is he? He's in Australia. In, in, in what? I mean, I'd, I'm going to be completely ignorant about Aussie football now. I, I just don't... Are they, is it any good over there? Well, it's called no. the A-League, it's got to be but, half good. But, yeah, but, but is it, is it, how does it rank up against the... Uh, it's better than the B-League. American football. <laughs> it's pr- it's probably the... similar to American football, but you've got to look at like like this... He went there. This was a brand new formed team. None of those players had ever played together, and in his first season, he won the league. To me, that suggests a lot about the manager rather than than, than the quality of the football in that league. If you can come in and do that with a bunch of new players, that's a very good effort. What have we got? We've got 14 new players that, that need a manager that can come in and galvanise them. I'm putting two and two together here, but but that that to me and he can relate to these players in this situation he's got an affinity with the fans and the club and he can come in and say look I've been here before and I know what to do and this is what I did and this is what we can do to stay in this we league can and stick Akiriel Arty in that, in that kind of thing as well then, can't we you know yeah, but, yeah, but he's not, he just got his coaching badges today yeah. well, but, but what I'm saying is you can stick an old uh, any player back in who's, who's had any experience in football but but it's whether they whether they have the best whether they have the best the club's best interests at heart. I just you know we're we're in a we're in a position at the moment that that none of us would envy. We've all got a, everyone's got a different a different view on it. Um, I certainly wouldn't like to be in Parrish's position because the thing is, it won't be long before if he makes another wrong turn, right, or things don't work out, and he's going to take an awful lot of shit. From, from a lot of sides. He won't get it from people like me. You know, like I said, I had expectations for this year as a, as a lot of people my age really have. And, uh, you know, it's, I, I don't envy the, the, the position of being able to choose um, people to come in and, and try and turn around our fortunes. Uh, the other thing as well, I think that team spirit is, is hugely part of football and if you have players that play for the badger themselves and their mates then I think you you get a better football a more enjoyable you know a more enjoyable atmosphere so you know it's uh it's, we need it's, that it's, consistency didn't we well I think I and think that's if, how you build up the team spirit if you've got a consistent well, team you know where each other is and you and you, and you do bond and you do gel gel well, I yeah, wanted to say that for ages <laughs> Eight of last year's players played in this team yesterday, and look and look at the performance they put in. Now, whether that was just coincidental, I don't know. You know, I'm not having it ever and an off had an off day. I thought we played very well. I thought our players stepped up. You know, um, and, and and marked out a team that, that that really will be going places sooner or later. Go on, Nick. Yeah, um, a quick game in the chat room said he saw Parish yesterday said he looked really drawn out and tired and I, I'd imagine he is 
imagine it is because you know he's he's probably working 23 hours a day trying to trying to do the right thing and and like you said um early on he's if he doesn't get it right he is on a hiding to nothing and he's probably got that in the back of his mind well he'll get the verbals like he did last year off off of certain factions and and that was not that was nasty that was nasty and it, it leaves it you know that left a, a nasty taste from from last year until it was turned around at the end but you know i think uh you know i, I, I don't envy him but but the but the moving getting uh moody in yeah very good very good very shrewd as well because you know he's well respected um and if it means that he, he is the the first piece in a jigsaw to Mackay moving, then so be yeah. it, you know. Um, but then say, you know, it's all down to you, you need a huge amount of luck in football, a, a massive amount of luck. Um, and we haven't had really had that this year. As soon as it, 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 I say it swings and roundabouts, as soon as we get someone in roundabouts, um, you know, the, the, the better we're going to be. You could say that we were lucky that that Everton header hit the bar and didn't go in, though, couldn't you? Well, yeah, but then if Jerome Thomas didn't even have a fucking iron on his foot, we'd have won one nil. Yeah, so, this is true. You know, this is true. you can see what he was trying to do. Yeah, he and should. Don't, have, don't forget, it was him. Trying to chip it into the Homesdale. Great trying to chip it into the Homesdale, and he hit the fucking well, side thing. I he think also that fought the great narrative. save from Tim Howard. No, he didn't. Yeah, that was a fantastic save. Oh no, it was, a, it was a brilliant save. He was looking straight down there. It's going in the top in the top corner. I'm only, uh, I'm only having a, I'm only having a game just as a, just a, a light hearted dig. Um, you know, I mean the other thing is Addy looked up. No, Addy, no. He's, he's more of a podcast than a live man. Apparently, <laughs> he, uh, which he, you can if, download if, he'd if you want. If he'd have looked left, he'd, he had two unmarked players. But you know, it, it is I, I heard uh, that he, it was uh, Howard's beard narrowed the angle really well. And, uh, <laughs> Did he cut? He, he's cut it, and he, he didn't look as long yesterday. I don't know. What is the obsession with Howard's beard? Yeah, but yeah, but what is why is I don't know. Is he trying to be one of the? Is he trying to stand out from the crowd as such and go look at me? I've got huge amount of. He's got Tourette's. I'm sure he doesn't struggle to stand out in a crowd. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's better than being obsessed with Howard's end. (laughs) Sorry. Oh, Howard had his lunch in it and was just snacking all the way through the game. (laughs) I'm sure I saw a fishtail wibble. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm getting bored of you lot. Um, I can't. I can't think that we're going to add much to this. Um, Are we, have we got a show next week, Joel? I'm being asked. It, I suppose it depends on whether we get a new manager and stuff, don't we? Because it's international break yeah, time. Yes, it's the international break. So I'd imagine if we get a new, uh, if we get a new manager or a new manager, then there will be a, um, there will be a, uh, a, a podcast. Um, there is a show no, next week. We have, yeah, Aki Real Arty. Aki Real Arty is on the yeah, show next so. week. Okay. Oh. Oh, there, there, you, there, there you go. There's a good way to finish the show. Exactly. Oh, dear, Nick. Oh, dear. Uh, <laughs> and finish your career, by the sounds of it. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I'll just sign off now by thanking Nick Yard, uh, Albert Curley, and Alex You're welcome for joining me, and uh, Mikey producing. Um, and uh, Hambo will be back soon. Thanks very much for listening. Bye-bye. Well done, Joe.
Holmesdale Radio is proudly sponsored by CompleteSigns.co.uk. Complete Signs are a producer of top quality internal and external signs for an ever-expanding portfolio of clients, including hotels, schools, local authorities and small businesses across the nation. Offering a wide range of creative solutions from flat metal nameplates to neon fascia signs and everything in between. Clients are offered the highest standards in consultation and sales support to ensure complete customer satisfaction. With clients free to choose solutions from a wide variety of materials including brass, aluminium, stainless steel, wood and a number of plastics. Covering most of South England with virtual offices in Croydon, Epsom, Hawley, Worcester Park in Surrey, Crowthorne in Berkshire, Regent Street West London, Docklands East London and Crawley and Brighton in Sussex. So if you're looking for the complete professional service for your sign needs, then look no further than Complete Signs. Head to their website, completesigns.co.uk, for further information, including contact details and full office addresses. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.